Hey friends, and welcome to the Align Your Life podcast. My name is Allison, and today we're going to be talking about some actionable steps you can take to jumpstart your healing journey. So in my previous podcasts, I've tried to dive deep into the mental side of starting a healing journey, getting to the root cause of why you're having trouble shifting things in your life, why you're seeing the same behavior pattern over and over again, what that addiction is trying to tell you, what that illness is trying to say to you. We've kind of got that all out on the table because I really believe that if you don't lay that mental foundation, you cannot create sustainable, lasting shifts in your life. But now that we've got that all out, what are some simple things you can do to actually physically start healing your body? It's a lot easier than you think. We already know the healing protocol. Drink more water, get more rest, move your body, feed your body nourishing whole foods. That's it. We already know it. And yet when we feel out of balance, the first thing we usually go to is that quick fix, that new crash diet, the exercise program we just saw advertised on TV the new piece of fancy workout equipment that everybody is getting. Guys, bring it back to basics. You don't need any of that. You do need water, sleep, good food, and movement that brings you joy. That's it. So let's talk about water first. Starting your day with 32 ounces of water is one of the best things you can do for your body. I know it sounds like a lot, but if I can do it, you can do it. I'm not a huge water drinker. It's something that I've really had to make a habit. But now that it is, I can't imagine starting my day any other way. And this is coming from someone who loves coffee with a passion. So what I do is I have my water bottle on my night table. When I wake up, the first thing I do is start to drink that water. I take it with me as I'm getting ready, as I'm making the kids lunches for school, while I'm brewing the coffee, so I'm smelling the coffee. No, I know that it's coming, but I'm drinking my water at the same time. I've noticed I have more energy throughout the day. I do not get that 3 p.m. dip and fatigue. I feel like my muscles feel more relaxed. I feel like I have fewer sugar cravings. My skin looks healthier. The benefits of just drinking water go on and on and on because your body, just to maintain all the functions that it does every single day, needs between 64 and 90 ounces of water a day. So number one, start with your hydration. Then I want you to start to bring awareness to your rest. I know it's not always realistic to get eight hours of phenomenal sleep. Trust me, when my kids go to bed, sometimes I feel like I need four hours to decompress after the day and have some me time, or I genuinely have work to do between the hours of 9 p.m. and 12 a.m. that I didn't get time for during the day. But if you can skip that extra episode on Netflix, if you can push that work to the next day, you will thank yourself because I know when I push that sleep deprivation schedule for too long my body suffers physically emotionally cognitively it will create imbalances in your hormones it will add stress to the body so those cortisol levels are going to go up 
you're going to crave junk food more, you're going to reach for that coffee more often, you're going to be on a really short fuse when it comes to your patience, and your brain is going to feel very foggy. So if you want to correct all those things, you need to give your body time to heal. And for that to happen, it needs solid sleep. So putting yourself down at the same time every night, creating that good rhythm for your body is essential in any healing journey. Creating an environment for success, meaning your sleep space is not loaded with devices, that it's calm. I know in my bedroom, it's like a sanctuary. I don't have a TV screen. There are no computers. I really try to keep my phone out of there. I'm not saying that always happens, but I try. I have essential oils. I have a lamp that is very relaxing. I kind of get my body prepped for rest. And then if I'm really struggling to fall asleep, I find taking magnesium before bed is helpful. Also, an Epsom salt bath can be helpful. You got to check with your doctor if you're going to start to take the magnesium, but it's pretty safe and it's so helpful in relaxing the nervous system and allowing your body to just rest. The other thing that can cause you to wake up in the middle of the night, like even if you go down at a good time, but you're waking up in the middle of the night is alcohol. So that second glass of wine might be killing your sleep because the way it affects your liver, it may help you fall asleep, but it won't allow you to stay asleep through the night. I hate to take all the fun away, (laughs) but experiment. Just experiment with not drinking and see what happens. See how you feel. You're probably going to feel pretty amazing. If you feel like you want a little bit of wine, just all in moderation, right? Limit it maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, but try not to do it every night before bedtime because that really will impact your ability to sustain sleep throughout the whole night. So we talked water and rest, and now we're going to dive into nourishment. This is so important. Just like your cells need to be hydrated and they need that sleep cycle to rejuvenate and repair, they need energy to heal. And where your cells are going to get energy is from nutrients. Vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, real whole foods. Your gut needs diversity in plant fiber to function well. If you have a healthy gut, you're going to have a healthy brain. It's all connected. So this nutrition piece is so huge and you really have to become an expert at what your own individual body needs to thrive. So basic nutrition 101 is to just return to real food. I cannot stress this enough. The typical American diet is completely toxic. It has disconnected humans from how our bodies are meant to eat and it has made it extremely difficult for our bodies to do all the things that they need to do on a daily basis. The rise in chronic illness is directly related to processed food, to added sugar, to GMOs. We know this. So the more you can steer your diet away from the fake stuff and move it to the good stuff, the better your body is going to feel. In a perfect world, we would live a label-free life, right? We wouldn't eat any processed food, and we wouldn't have to learn how to read a label because we would just eat things from nature. But 
that's not realistic. I'm a parent. I get it. You need to have snacks in the car. You need to be able to make a meal quickly and it can't always be from scratch. So what I want to teach you how to do is shop smart. As soon as you walk into that grocery store, you are going to be bombarded with marketing. It's an industry, the food industry, and their goal is to get you to buy their product. So they are going to load those boxes, whether it's cereal, granola bars, or crackers, with tons of advertising to get you to pick their brand. What I want you to do is bypass all the BS on the front and flip it over to take a look at what's actually in it. We're taught to read the top part of the nutrition label, right? The calories, the fat grams, the protein grams, uh, the fiber. But I tell clients all the time, stop counting the calories and start counting the chemicals. Look below and if you can't pronounce half of those ingredients, put that product back on the shelf. Once you get beyond the chemicals in the label that you just know are bad or you know that does not sound like something that should go in the human body, you gotta become an expert at the sneaky ones, and those are the added sugars and the processed oils. So sometimes they have terms for those ingredients that sound fine, like barley malt or canola oil. Doesn't sound that bad, but it's still a processed sugar or a processed oil. You wanna be looking for oils like coconut oil, hemp seed oil, avocado oil, or olive oil, Sugar sources should be natural, like dates. You know, they're, they're sweetening it with a whole food, not something processed. So many resources out there for this, so I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. But I do want you to become an expert, to really understand fully what you are putting in your body because when you know, right, knowledge is power, you're going to avoid those inflammatory ingredients the ones that contribute to chronic disease, the ones that are not allowing your body to heal, and you're gonna feel so much better. The final thing I wanna talk about today is movement. From someone that had a very dysfunctional relationship to exercise for a long time, I know there's a lot of healing to bring to this area. When I was dancing professionally, I was over-training. I was exercising for all the wrong reasons. I absolutely loved to dance. I had just gotten my dream job with a dance company that I wanted to be in from the time I was five. And I was also getting a lot of pressure to change the shape of my body. And I went for it because I wanted it so bad. I wanted that job. I wanted to be a part of that company. So I was doing everything humanly possible, well, in a very uneducated way, <laughs> to make that happen. I was rehearsing all day long, and then I was going to the gym for hours at night after work. What I thought I was doing to fix the problem was making it so much worse. My body was completely exhausted. My stress levels were through the roof, which meant my cortisol was up from doing a ton of cardio all the time. I had no muscle tone. I was the heaviest that I've ever been. My joints were aching. I remember performing Swan Lake and 
being in a section where we had to go down to our knee and kind of fold our body over and tears just streaming down my face because my knees were so swollen and they hurt so much. I was getting zero results from all this effort because it was too much. So I'm here to tell you, number one, less is more. And number two, stop using movement to control your aesthetic. The purpose of movement is to help the body detox, to help your brain get some happy chemicals and to facilitate mental health. It's to move your emotions. It's to connect to something that makes you feel joyful. It's to connect with others that enjoy moving the same way that you do. It is not supposed to be a source of stress, a source of punishment, or a source of control. Flip side, if you're someone that feels like you're too out of shape to get in shape, you don't like to work out, exercise just isn't for you, we need to start to develop a better mindset when it comes to movement and you need to take one small step to get yourself exercising again. It doesn't mean you have to take a CrossFit class day one or run a marathon. Go take a walk, dust off your bike, go buy a set of light hand weights, Pop on YouTube and do a free beginning workout. Sign yourself up for a class where you can be around people that are going to support you in your process. Create a healthy rhythm around movement. It's so important for the strength of your bones, for your muscles, to keep yourself flexible and supple as we age. It's just an essential piece of the health puzzle. We want strong hearts. We want healthy guts, right? It helps our digestive system when we move our body. So start to reframe those thoughts, even if you have to write them down and take one step today to get yourself set up to move. I hope this podcast helped you today. I'm here to remind you that it's all about coming back to basics water, rest, nourishment, and movement. And I'm also here to help. Sometimes a little bit of one-on-one coaching is exactly what you need to dive a little deeper into all these topics. You can always find me at alignworkouts.com. Email me. We can schedule an appointment and we can get you started on the right foot. Good luck and have a beautiful day. Mm -hmm.